0: Very, very well done. Welcome to Drunken Time. The Travel. The Travel. Drunken Time, the t shirts will be available in 2682. That's a long time to wait. Is it? it Not is. when you're drunken time travelling. There's a point, but I'll probably be dead by then. Well, this week, what for you? Yeah, it's very defeatist, defeatist, defeative. Or very realistic. You're going to quote your science now. No. I don't do science. No. No. Stop that shit. What do you read TV's now? Yeah. It's where it's at these days. It's the latest thing on the street. Well, I've been thinking about my favourite sounds in space. Have you? Yeah. It's it is a very interesting subject. I thought yeah. It's not science though. What is your favourite sound in space then? Um it's this. It that is an interesting but it's not as good as this one. I think you find that was infinitely better. Yeah, I I did like that one. Told you. See, I know my sounds in space. (laughs) English Gavs, sounds in space. On my left, speaking of, a man who would know that you. Yes, a man who one would consider to be the pinnacle of man. It's Irish Gav. And on my right, a man who doesn't understand the basic tenets of the English language. It's English Gav. I know a language. (laughs) You say, oh, or like, you you have some kind of basis to it. I I know things. And stuff. So yes, this, this, uh, what do you call it, podcast, we're doing Carnival of Monsters. Yes, indeed we are. And we're drinking... A drink called (laughs) Drink Me. It is a beer, and we will tell you about it later. Indeed, you. So, in the meantime, uh, Mr. Synopsis, care you tell us about this episode? Uh, I will, <laughs> whether you like it or not. Episode 1 at a Galactic Customs and Exercise. Exercise as a <laughs> Now I want to go to customs and exercise, you know, only if I get my own. Mm-hmm. At a galactic customs and excise? Arriving entertainers Vorg and Sherna set up their travelling show. Their travelling show, which is a machine. The customs on Interminer aren't you pleased with aliens or culture, just like the Daily Mail. Three of them, Kalik, Orum, and Pletrak, deny them an entrance visa. Meanwhile, the TARDIS seems to land on a boat in 1926 in the doctor's attempt to go to Metabolus 3. Good to see his steering hasn't gone any better during his sabbatical. The doctor and Joe meet a major and his daughter shortly before they're in prison for being stowaways. Standard so far. Oh, and then the boat is attacked by a plesi- plesiosaurus. After escaping, the Doctor and Joe notice that the Major and his daughter are repeating things they already said before. So, a typical Doctor Who episode? The Doctor finds a mysterious lance that no one else can see. However, before he can check it out to see if it leads to Narnia, a giant hand reaches down and grabs the TARDIS. Okay, I didn't see that one coming. Episode 2 Vorg, at the customs, puts a small TARDIS out of the machine, but sticks it back somewhere else. Vorg shows the Tribunal, Kalik Orum and Pletrak, which incidentally sounds like an awesome solicitor's, the display on the scope of the machine. It displays Cybermen, Tellurians and Drashiks, oh and Ogrons for some reason. The scope has shrunk the creatures which live inside the machine, so they're cute. The vote from earlier is displayed and the humans are made angrier by adjusting a dial so the Doctor is challenged to a boxing match by one of the humans. After the Doctor wins, he and Joe quickly escape through the hatch into what looks like the inside of a computer. A ZX81 by the looks of it. Tribunal tried to destroy all the creatures inside the scope as Vorg doesn't have a permit for them, but they merely damage the machine. The tribunal are now paranoid that Borg and Scherner are alien spies, so search the scope, but find only the miniaturised tarts. But once it's out of the machine, it grows to normal size. Must be cold in the scope. Meanwhile, the Doctor and Joe go through another hatch into a marshland, where a Drashig, one of the most dangerous predators, advances towards them. Episode 3 The Doctor distracts the Drashigs by igniting marsh gas with his screwdriver, while Vorg uses his hand from outside to slow them down. Couldn't he have squashed them with his shoe? Back in the inner workings the Doctor realizes they're in a scope and the Drashigs are following them. I do hope it's in a taxi. They return to the ship to get rope to escape but Joe is captured again. Outside the scope, Vorg and Sherna have realised the Drashiks have escaped and may make their way outside. Calic and Oram of the tribunal hear this and conceive a plan to let them, so that the president will be forced to resign. That's almost a fraser like plan in its complexity. The Drashiks have now reached the ship where they and the crew do battle. The doctor escapes the scope and collapses. Episode 4 the Doctor grows to its normal size and he admonishes the Tribunal for allowing banned miniscopes on their planet. Bit of a technicality since it's a customs. Bored, the Doctor goes back into the scope. Unfortunately, I can't. Kallik and Orem break the city's weapon just before the Drashigs escape so they can't be destroyed. And Kallik and Orem are promptly eaten. Just then, Vorg repairs a weapon to destroy the Drashigs. The doctor meets up with Joe and activates a device that returns all the life forms to the scope back to their places in space and or time. So that was that then. Yes. I was expecting more. Join us next time when you were expecting more. Yes. Again. Or or just this time this episode, I was expecting another two episodes but there's only four, it's not good it is but I was expecting more I'm not used to this far. do don't worry next time there's six why, why is it stop short? what's happened here why is it ended quite clean uh, yeah. yeah so that would be good that wasn't exactly good, though. No. Anyway. But, yes. On inter they, they showed the uh, customs and exercise, Exercise people, doing their exercises Cust- and their customs. <laughs> they showed the customs and exorcism people. <laughs> um, now, now that's a f- mashup. Customs and exorcism. Yeah. That would be good, wouldn't it? Means you wouldn't allow ghosts into your country. I'm all for that. Fuck ghosts. (laughs) I don't like them. Well, you don't like ghosts. Why not? Coming in here. Stealing. (laughs) Stuff. Leaving it because they can't take it. Unless they're poltergeists. They just move things around a bit, really. Well, yeah, but you, probably well, at force be, to, and against a wall, and end up breaking things. To be honest, guys, thieves. Yeah. I mean, in, in the greatest technical, uh, you know, definition of thieves, they also move things around a bit. Yeah, It's harder for them to get in there, but I mean that's what the definition of a thief is: you move things around, not not necessarily mm. within the house. Yeah. But you know, they they around, move things around, around, the, around the planet <laughs> <laughs> Yes, they move things further than you would like moved. Yes. So yeah, you don't want thieving ghosts no. moving things, you know Acc- from our world to the spirit world. Accidentally into my neighbour's bedroom or something. Yeah. Th- well, thieving neighbour ghosts. <laughs> Seeing neighbor ghosts. So yeah, the customs and excise type thing. There were there were like luggage people, and yes. I thought it interesting that future luggage was wrapped like mm-hmm. Christmas presents. Yes. V- very strict uh, luggage requirements. Yeah, they all had to be wrapped in tin foil with ribbons, apparently. Yes, red ribbons, silver tin foil with red ribbons. All the same size. Yes. Most of them seemed empty as well, where they were throwing them around. There had ghosts in them, obviously. Those damn ghosts. At it again. Damn those ghosts. But they had they're, they're, they're workers there, what we call them, evolutionaries. Well, was the leader of the high evolutionary? No. Oh, well. Because he, he he was just stoned. What like on drugs or, yeah. or he was like stoned yeah. with, with stones. Yeah, no, it was on drugs. So he's not in charge of anything. He's it was just sat in a corner. Probably. Maybe that's maybe that's him. who went upstairs. Yes. Yeah, which you're not allowed to go upstairs for some reason? I don't know why. Because you can see, like, over things. You can see their bow patches. Yes. They don't like people looking at the bow patches from above. Uh, That's why they're not allowed upstairs. Well, exactly. You're talking of the tribunal. Yeah, whatever they are. The grey, blue people. They're all grey, blue. With heads. They've got massive hair around the sides of their heads. Just not until... Quite. Um, yeah, and the, these these interminer... interminers? Intermineries? They've, uh, they haven't they have heard of Daleks, but have heard of the Trash for some reason. It's because they're the most fearful <laughs> Predator creatures in the world, the yes. universe. Once, once they get your scent, they'll follow around the entire planet until they die. We'll, we'll talk about them, mate. We will. Thank you for keeping me on point. It's if if I don't do that, then what use am I? Moving <laughs> <laughs> on. But yeah, part of these uh, guys' uh, mandate is to help keep the planet clean. So uh, they're also bin men. It sounds like it. The caretakers? Maybe they just move rubbish, like, around the place. Like thieves. Yeah. Do thieves move rubbish, though? Rubbish thieves. It's a a highly specialised area of fever. Is there a guild? This is what I want to know. Somebody would have to control them. So control them. Yeah. You can't just let people clean up a well. <laughs> <laughs> kind of society would be running if it was clean. Yes, it needs to be organised cleaning. Yeah. And it's going to be. If it's going to be dirty, it might as well be organised dirtiness. Yeah. yeah but they are some of the poshest aliens I've ever seen to set the bin men as well well the the tribunal type people they're not bin men are they well it, it's part of their duty and mandate to keep the planet clean oh well, like like no, no riffraff who knows their scalp? who oh, indeed <laughs> Yeah, one, one isn't privy to that information. As they would probably say. Seriously, they said that in uh, almost every sentence in a conversation. One is not understanding what one is saying. They're just good... Uh, they like counting, I the count very for one, one, one. How far has one got with counting? One. Um. they're also paranoid, aren't they? Yeah? Yes, they're extremely paranoid. They think everyone's out to kill them, apparently. Maybe they were not at the moment. Well, apparently, if you ask them, they were. The, 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 the Vogue was alien spies sent to kill them and infiltrate them with tiny little beasties from his box. Can we put those of you? <laughs> and the Doctor was another one. always oh, out to kill us. We must exterminate. Part of their bim and things. And all the other planets, can't rely on them because they're all out to kill them. Because we've only ever survived because we're strong, and we thought everybody else is that. How how the elephants survive so long, if they do not trust or <laughs> anyone else, they can't be making any friends or anything. Every everybody must think, oh, them fuckers over there again. Well, the the, the, the these, um... or is that it? Is their annoyance a defence? Well, Schurner would like the first aliens to arrive there for many a moon. Are we surprised? No. <laughs> would you go by there? I wouldn't even go there. What if he got lost? One, one does not get lost nowadays. Not when you've got Google star maps. Yes. <laughs> you are on Alpha Centauri. Ah, uh, I'm burning today. Please turn left, for I'm to be honest. Following Albuquerque. President Zarb, who runs this interminer place, his brother works in customs, apparently. Well... Why not? Yeah, I'll get him a job soon, huh? Yeah, but customs? Can- customs and exorcism? You you can't get him a cushy job. It'll look like favoritism and and all that shit. So make him a bin man. <laughs> no wonder he's part of it In the customs and exercise department. Well, seriously, these guys could be the next unit as well. With standard, uh, because uh, one of the saying was, "Well, well, if we can't destroy them, what can we do?" Talking about the uh, monsters that came out of the thing. Take up politics, perhaps. (laughs) Well, that's exhausted all our one options. Destroy them. (laughs) We're voting for down to (laughs) that. Probably they had some kind of gun for doing that. I don't think they were the most interesting people in this. The, well, the tribunal, certainly. But there weren't many others. (laughs) Well, I didn't care about. Speaking of people I didn't care about, <laughs> Vorg, I, I'm sure enough, they were the, uh, colourful, they were the, uh, ent- entertainers. Yes. Or oh, the machine operators. Yes. What well, they did that. <laughs> like, they, they were, like, the colourful people in this world of grey. Mm. Wearing fruit polos and all sorts. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Licorice all sorts. Yes, what, what Vorg did is think, Look at his coat and think, what my coat really needs is a plethora of colorful circles. And that's what he did. He makes the sixth doctor's coat look understated. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that should have been a cuss. What, Vorg? Well, to be honest, I did look at Vorg to see if he was in any books or anything, but he wasn't. They should have met. I was convinced convinced them two would be in something. (laughs) You'll have to write it, I guess. I would, but, you know, writing or something. Oh, uh, that thing. Get someone else to write it. Like a, like a, a ghostwriter. Like the internet. Like a ghostwriter. Yeah. Assuming customers and you yeah. haven't destroyed them. Why not? <laughs> it is one of the worst attractions ever, though, that they have got. There doesn't seem to be hardly anything in it. I mean, we saw, what, five exhibits, and that were it. There's loads in it, though. Just very small. The, there were only two that was actually featured in the episode. Good, well, no, what? There was more than that. Well, other than stills, basically, yeah, I suppose you're mm-hmm. Well, you saw, like, an Oberon for some reason. And a yeah, Sightmare. Mincing about on the moon. <laughs> And <laughs> I, really I hope it was with the... Uh, on the web plan, actually. You hope it was the web plan? Yeah. Why do not they show any as Arabic? That would be good. No. It would probably be about as entertaining as the... Uh, web plan? The, ...the rest of the... <laughs> exhibits in there. <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me at all. Oh yeah, and the doctor was also annoyed that uh, Vorg doesn't Mm. understand how his machine worked. Which was Mm. the most delicious irony ever. Well, the doctor does know how his machine works. He just chooses not to work it? He just can't program it, as he says. Is that like, I'm not lost... I know exactly where I should be, I just don't know where I am. Yeah. It's all that kind of thing. Yeah, he just put the wrong postcode in, so. <laughs> oh, and the machine didn't sell follow it. Yeah. yeah. It's sickened myself for saying it. To be honest, Borg's uh, assistant, Shurn, seemed to be the only one with any sense mm. in this. Oh, but it was Joe? as Yeah, so the, the only two people the doctor, with any sense the doctor. were well, the doctor, really. <laughs> it was a bit dim in this one. It was, which we'll get to. So, yes, the two females there were there, yeah. Yeah, because was the one saying, you know, all these good suggestions and Borg was ignoring her, pretty much. Mm. much. Yep. Meanwhile, on so, the, on the hmm? yes, hmm? Hmm? yes. Meanwhile, on the SS Denise, so the ship that was uh, mentioned. Um, there, I noticed at one point there was a there was a door leading into the out to the outside, you know, the deck, the outside. And just inside the door, it said no admittance. There was a sign that said no admittance. No admittance to the outside world. No. Wasn't well, there something it's on the specific. other side of the door as well? Yeah, just kidding. Uh, door jokes. <laughs> <laughs> Are they your favourite? Yeah. <laughs> when doors start playing jokes on you. I don't know why this reminds me of that, but it works. We had uh, there was a question. One of the, one of the people asked me was, uh, "Would you rather see a Velociraptor walking past your window, or a Tyrannosaurus Rex?" Either would be quite cool. I said a Tyrannosaurus Rex because a Velociraptor, it would, you know, we can get indoors and windows, obviously. So, you wouldn't want that. It's not going to get in from the outside, though. Is it not? No. Is it because of the science? It's because I've locked it and I know the controls are on the inside. (laughs) So it'll just be tapping on window and knocking on door, trying to trick you. Damn those vultures. But but I'm not going to fall for a, a dinosaur knocking on my door. It's two ounces of it. That'll just sit on your house and then eat you when it's crumbled. Not like a crumble. Yeah. You're, the, you're, the, you're the soft inside <laughs> to the crunchy house. A human crumble. <laughs> and then I said, right, oh, so, so, "I said, would you rather have a velociraptor walking past your house, or the or, 70s, a cake. or the 70s pounds <laughs> T-Rex?" and we chose a velociraptor or a cake or a cake or a cake (laughs) or a cake or a cake with a t-rex in it or a cake and he said a cake and I said which of the five cakes that I mentioned (laughs) I'll have the, the cherry cake I didn't mention that and turned my desk over and ran off uh, yes, a bit the same. Distraction there, but there. Anyway. Mm. Ian Martyr played one of the people on the ship. He will go on to play mm. Harry Sullivan with the Fourth Doctor. Ah, who was he? he, he was what an was imbecile. Wow, he was he was the guy that hung about with he, the Fourth Doctor and Sarah Jane for a few episodes. No, on this, who was? Oh. He was the guy that boxed the doctor. Oh, ah, yeah. him, Like, sport boxing, as opposed to putting him in a box. And yeah, rap- wrapping it in silver and putting red ribbon on it. Yeah. All oh, links so. in. He played a guy called Andrews. Andrews also knows what Johnny Chinaman is like, apparently. It's a bit of casual racism, I agree. He also got the name wrong. What name? Johnny. <laughs> Am I wrong, it? you, you must have read I, I know known it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I believe you, you uh, thought they yeah. were very casual about stowwayers. <laughs> D- don't read my spelling mistakes. <laughs> You thought they were very casual about stowaways? Yes. It's those damn thieves have just taken some of my letters and have moved them somewhere, haven't they? I'm going to find it and I'm going to kill it. But yeah, want to kill it? Fourth time <laughs> they caught Joe and the doctor. Something, they're all in the office and they uh, they're talking about how Joe's a stowaway and what they're going to do, and they're starting a the conversation. And then eventually, Joe just walks off and he turns and goes, Well, uh, we can't be having stowaways, can we? We'd better go and get after them, then, shouldn't we? And then they stole the door after them. <laughs> Way to take a hard stance on that. <laughs> I think murder is wrong. <laughs> And this guy also said, uh, was he talking about the, the Drashig, he said it was his, no, the Pleasaurus, or whatever it was, mm-hmm. it's as yeah. big as an elephant, sir, bigger, is that? What, is, is an elephant the biggest thing you know, is that what you compare everything to? Well, it's now the second biggest thing he knows. No, because the biggest thing he knew was an elephant. And this thing is like a bigger elephant, so if it's still an elephant, it's the biggest thing you know. But it's not a bigger elephant. It's like a bigger elephant. It's like, bigger an elephant, bigger. So, bigger an elephant. Where elephant equals n, plus elephant one. two equals n plus one. <laughs> Um, last choice. At least the Major knew what was what with his machine gun. He just goes around fucking shit up. Not right. Well they got a tommy gun and and aimed it at the drashig. Which conveniently came out of the ship at the exact point he was aiming. It didn't do anything, though, because it's the most ferocious time of the year. Yes. It's the most ferocious time. So there we go. the The bit on the ship where the time kept resetting and blah, blah, blah. blah. Uh, it reminded me of Edge of Tomorrow, but Doctor Who's that. So, not, not good. Very good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So it's like something good, but no. <laughs> it's like something good, but not as good, but not <laughs> good. <laughs> that's what it reminded me of. It reminded me, right, of like an elephant, but bigger, but smaller. It was like a small elephant, like smaller at the same time as bigger. If that, what you mean the same size, yeah, that's it. It's like <coughs> the same size of an elephant. Was it an elephant? It might have been an elephant. <laughs> it might have been an elephant. <sighs> I don't know why I, that much, but anyway. I know something else that's not good as well. What, what's gone good? You tell me. Uh, the, uh, 20 laps around, uh the boat. Apparently it's a mile. The go are all around it. It's, uh, it's not the most scenic of strolls, that <laughs> ship. <laughs> it's like ducking under pipes, and also it's. Well, if you like, like the sea, and sea elephants, mm-hmm. then you then that, that's my thing, basically. But it's it's a dirty ship. Dirt, dirty. It, it's ship. a dirty cargo ship. It looks a bit, from what you see of it. Not not a cruise ship. That's. Nice to walk around, no, which tr- the ship. way the dress implies it is. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but it's a dirty cargo ship. <laughs> Major, apparently we're on some kind of trawler. What's that about? <laughs> How big is this troll It's like an elephant. <laughs> <laughs> it's like an elephant, but it's not. <laughs> it's a bit bigger, <laughs> and it swims. It's a swimming elephant. So this shipper on is like a swimming elephant. <laughs> <laughs> the uh what do you call him? The Major, yes. He was at the end of the story he was talking about this book that he's read. But he was like bit of a disappointing ending though. And my first thought was, Yeah. If you're making a, a fictional story like Doctor Who, I wouldn't go mentioning in it that the guy's read a book and it was a disappointing ending. <laughs> Because all that made me think was that was a disappointing ending. <laughs> well, it's what all shows that do these days foreshadowing. <laughs> foreshadowing to the crappy ending. <laughs> yes, calendars. So, yes. Hi. Well, hello. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. See on, uh, yes. uh, like there was there was a calendar in the major's cabin, so you, so the doctor and Joe had an easy way of determining what the date was. Mm. But did people really take calendars on trips with them in, uh, in olden times? I reckon they did back then. Cause the fairly lengthy trips. Yeah, but would you take a calendar yeah. with you? Yeah. Yeah, why not? And would you stick it up on the hole? The hole? Yeah, let's put <laughs> that. <laughs> yeah, yeah that. <laughs> where else would you put it? On the elephant? <laughs> You're say really There's nothing else. It could have been literally anything. Okay, pick another thing it could have been. A Joe. A Joe? Yeah. Well, like a Joey or a Joe? A Joe. Time travel. You're listening to Drunken Time Travel. It's quarter past the hour. It's time for the beer interlude. So, yes, we're drinking Drink Me. A beer by the Mad Hotter Brewing Company. Yeah. Which is suitable for vegans apparently. Made in uh, Liverpool. Well, you can't have everything. Really. <sighs> and I will tell you now that it has a flavour that the flavour is described as smoky bacon banana. Mm. Are you I- getting any of the smoky bacon banana? I'm getting a little water if that helps. I'm I'm definitely getting a bit of smoking. I'm not getting banana at all. I, I, I can vaguely imagine a bit of banana. I'm not I mean I'm not talking like one part per million or anything, I'm just I'm massively disappointed with this, I gotta say. It's not great. No. Oh, we should mention why we've chosen "Drink Me." Because mm. it, it said "Drink Me," so we thought, okay. Yes, the whole uh, <laughs> Alice in Wonderland getting smaller and bigger, like the machine thing does. Yeah. So screw it. It's our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is a hard one. To you do. find a beer. But and not, send it to us. But not this one. Yeah, don't Free send. Of don't send us this, this one, please. <laughs> oh, it's that one again. But yeah, uh, uh, Matt. No, no, it's very meh. gassy and bland. I have to say. Yeah, no, yeah, no, no, not, no not, not, not a fan of this one at all. it's, yeah. it's just very, very, very dull. It's suitable for vegans, though, but. Well, that's really, that's that's uh, an interesting thing. Yeah. It's a light and balanced beer, apparently. It is quite light. Which I could believe. And it does stand on the table, so there's a good balance there. It doesn't rock about at all. So it does, you're quite right. So shall we move on then? <laughs> do, do we need to discuss the stickiness? No. No? I don't think so. That's why always we're all going to give it a sticker. Um, so moving on to the Doctor. Yes, this is the first mention of Metabulus 3, mm-hmm. which will go on to play a large part in the Third Doctor's last story. Will it? It will. Foreshadowing, isn't it? Oh. I don't know if it was foreshadowing, but yeah, this is the first mention of it, and it is, yeah, the planet in that one. I knew I'd heard the name somewhere before. They mentioned it again in Green Death, I think. And they mention it again in something the else, the Matt Smith Doctor last series. What I did like about uh, the Doctor, yes, there was one of the few things in this time uh, when when uh, he came on it and he was grilling the uh, exercise department. Yes. Uh, <laughs> About the uh, the use of the miniature machine thing, whatever it is, against intergalactic law, the Time Lords' them and, and they're in big trouble for using it, as uh, they were trying to uh, exterminate the Doctor. That's just how awesome the issues. Yeah. But yeah, the uh. <laughs> which brings me on to. Oh, look, the Time Lords have broken their rule again. Which rules one? It was non interference. Because they wouldn't interfere. But then the doctor managed to convince them to ban the uh. the scopes. So they did. So they broke their own non interference law. Hmm. I'm, I'm not sure how. Intricate of that entwines with the,
1: the director.
0: Well, they weren't supposed to interfere, and they did by interfering. but it's more interfering with the timeline. Isn't it? I just thought it was interfering with pre-war civilizations. No way, that's. Correct. I keep getting mixed. In. <laughs> You know. mm. in fact I saw a great t-shirt that I want a picture of uh, a Dalek on it and he says oh look r 2 d I loved him in Star Trek <laughs> I was listening to a podcast the other day with Peter which, mm. and he says that he has a Star Trek t-shirt but in the Star Wars font. Yes. (laughs) Which would just annoy people. (laughs) And my first thought was, oh, I wonder if he can get that. (laughs) That's what I like. What annoying people. (laughs) The, uh, yeah, the doctor was wondering, yeah, because, because the, the scopes were panned, the doctor was wondering why there were still scopes about. But well, he said they were, they were all tracked down and dismantled. That's quite possible, but it might be the past. But maybe they dismantled them throughout all of time, it's so they never existed. Okay. Using their time. Yes. But sir, if they never existed. How would people know about it? Because the time lords now. Because <laughs> they control time. Don't know. No, I don't know. But yeah, it's probably the past, and that's why. No, but they. Yeah. Ah, here it is. Speaking of the Sonic Screwdriver, Yeah. we Yeah, apparently it's a lighter now. Yeah. It can't open... It can only open electronic locks. Yes. And, and light things from a different and, 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 yeah, light up marsh gas. So, it, it could theoretically do that with a cigarette, uh, I guess. You could light some of this cigarette from across the room. That would be it. Yeah. Is that how we'd we not to it that yeah, he doesn't like to get near. yes yeah. due to the Blinovich limitation effect yeah. have you got a light? yes uh, stay over there stay there <laughs> stay don't come any closer speaking of stupid things the doctor says there's always an answer if you can find it if you can't find it there isn't an answer well if the doctor can't find it that probably isn't an answer maybe that's what he's saying but well, we all know that's wrong it's wrong because Jill found an answer seconds after that yeah <laughs> <laughs> so, Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about her in a second um mm-hmm. Yeah, Vorg speaks Polari, which is like the Carnival speak Carnival speak on this here earth to the doctor, but the doctor couldn't understand it. Hmm. Because the Thardis didn't work? do um, as as has that explanation being given yet, is that what you're going to say? I think it has, hasn't it? Has it? Have n't, n't, hasn't it been mentioned before? Really? Haven't we had foreign people in the Second Doctor's room? With the time, with Ben and Polly, weren't they wondering how they could understand? I know it is definitely mentioned in the Fourth Doctor. Oh, I'm imagining. That. But now you say that I'm not sure. I didn't think so, but possibly. I'm more than likely wrong. No, not necessarily. I'm a that's a of shit? <laughs> you could write Doctor Who. <laughs> yeah. So Jo, then? Yeah, she did a quite she she had a quite few intelligent movements in this one. Because the doctor thought there were meant to be three, and she was. Well, this was on the boat, and she was like, "Well, we're not because the, these chickens have Sing Singapore written on the crate." Mm. You big idiot, she said. Yeah. Which incidentally, uh, seconds earlier, she was uh, shit scared of. Oh, chickens, though. Yeah. Yes. Ah, uh, chickens. Oh, wait, the Singapore chicken. Sorry. <laughs> Singapore chickens. <laughs> I'm not allergic to them. Mm. Yeah, not metabolist 3 chickens, I don't like that. Who who isn't scared of chickens? Joe. Well, Singapore chickens. (laughs) (laughs) Is that like Sweden style or Hong Kong style? Might be. Yeah, would And what about uh, Simon's key? I mean Joe's keys. <laughs> she, yeah, she had, it, had it like a ring of keys to open doors, I guess. She's got her whole Houdini thing still going on. Yeah, must have pickpocketed it off the captain or the... Oh, was that what? I just yeah. thought she had like her keys from... I, I assume she must have pickpocketed it off one of them. I just thought she had a list of uh, a list a list of keys that she needs to take around with her everywhere. Yeah. Or, do, or does she just collect keys everywhere she goes and it just gets bigger and bigger? Yeah. it, it started off with one on this, but after like so many stories, She has all the keys. All now. the keys ever. It's probably that she's she's an order. She's on it. She's on holiday, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, and uh, going back to another point that the Joe... That the Joe. Yeah, the Joe. Not just any Joe. That the the Joe had uh, some good moments uh, when the doctor was giving her a lesson in trying to think outside the box. Mm -hmm. she she immediately came up with a solution. Told us, "Oh, doctor, you're a genius. That's brilliant. If we do this, we do that." And the doctor turns around, and goes, "Huh? What? You what? <laughs> what were you talking about? Doesn't oh, make sense. You were you were speaking rubbish." Yeah. Well, t- well, the solution is mm-hmm. her finding a uh, rope. Yeah. Or you are using a rope, mm-hmm. but it's not that much. She. Because they were in the uh, computer type thing now, mm-hmm. and they needed to go down. So she knew to go back to the boat to get the rope to bring back, to use it. And I just thought, oh, this is just an RPG. Except if it was a real RPG, she'd go back to the boat. She wouldn't be able to find the rope because Andrews would have it. But he'd need a special potion from another place before he'd give her the rope. And then they'd have to be at the boss to get the rope. Yeah, and then it would be six parts. And then once you've got the rope, you can use it to access that special chest that you saw four <laughs> levels ago that you couldn't access. Yeah. That will take you six days to get to. Yeah. <laughs> ah, I appreciate it, great. I also like the bit with... Did you play Rings of Power? No. That was quite good. I hope there's a lot like that. I also like the bit where him, the Doctor and Joe were on the ship. And they were were caught. And they said, oh these people said they would get caught on at Port Said. Oh these are stowaways. Oh really? But what, what do you th- and then Joe and then uh, I'll explain that then or whatever. And then Joe says to the doctor, "You tell him, Uncle." No. <laughs> <laughs> I can't make stuff up this episode. I'm rubbish. <laughs> can't make up stuff this late in the episode. <laughs> Speaking mm. of you am making stuff up. It's the trash eggs. Are they like giant elephants? Are they like giant mittens? Giant elephant mittens? Elephant mittens, yes. They're sock puppets pretty much, aren't they? The big wormy things. <laughs> those just called them that. Oh no, it's the big wormy things. With teeth. Um, yeah, and yeah. The, they're the most dangerous predator, but went right past them. Yeah. Yeah. Despite having four eyes. No, they were work. Yeah, I don't know why they've got them. Decoration? Maybe they just ignore their eyes. Ignore their eyes? Yeah. Trying very hard, but I can't ignore my eyes. Well, you might be able to if you've got four. I don't know. I don't know how far. How, how, how will having more eyes? How will having more eyes mean you can ignore them? Don't know. I haven't got four eyes. have. Yeah. Um, I've only got two. (laughs) Does that mean flies with their compound eyes? quite find it quite easily to ignore their eyes. It's it's still only two eyes but the compound. Alright then. That's what I said. Well that's fine. You can't ignore two eyes. Two hearts you can. Certainly can. Yeah, and the, also the drushiks had the same uh, the same scream which was just over and over again. They didn't have any variation on that. I do recall. That's, that's only because you can't speak Joshik. Can you speak trashic? No. But I'm, I'm not going to be as racist as you are. <laughs> racist. Yeah. Which is actually an anagram for dish Dishrag. No, it's not. Because <laughs> where's the sea? On the coast. <laughs> Comedy. Hey, guess what? Well... There is another cave. Another cave. There are now twenty-four episodes with caves. So shall we uh, move on to the quote? Then? Please, let's. What what sort of quote do you have for us this fine evening, Irish? I quote is the with the two of the tribunal speaking about how they will plot to overthrow President Zarb. So, for a bit of political conspiracy, go thus one. one gathers the intention is the escape of these thrashics in order to cause a disaster that will reflect badly upon President Zarb and his regime. literally put, to this end, one has sabotaged the eradicator in order to leave the city defenseless, precisely. The bigger the disaster, the better for us. Yes, but is it not possible that one might oneself become part of that disaster? There is a certain minimal risk. One has no wish to be devoured by alien monstrosities, even in the cause of political progress. Most interesting. <coughs> and the one I shall go with will be the doctor conversing with the Jew. About how he is never wrong. How does it go? Lessly. Appearances can be very deceiving, Joe. There's something wrong here. We're still on Earth, aren't we? No, that's impossible. Don't you ever admit that you're wrong? No, it's impossible, too. That's a final thoughts. Well, this story was alright. Yes. However, I did think some of it was written well and there was some good dialogue in it. It was a nice change to have Joe being a part. Yes, indeed you. Also it was nowhere near as bad as I remembered it. I do feel a lot of the parts with the Vogen and all that does a bit too much of that and a lot of it was uninteresting. interesting I thought it was the boat bit was uninteresting. I sort of enjoyed it did you there was very little happened, but I thought it played out enjoyable it was entertaining Morgan's sharing what cool kind of a but, but it, it got to like the end of episode 1 and realistically nothing's absolutely happened at all this episode but I enjoyed the episode. I did kind of like the meta aspect of the Doctor and Joe being kind of watched within the show. So we're watching Doctor Who and there's people watching Doctor Who within Doctor Who. Mm. 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 So yeah, but yeah, not, not fantastic. Next time, you, me, you, are doing Frontier in Space. Our end quote is, "Carney's built this country, the carnival part of it, anyway. And that was by the infamous Homer Simpson. you almost forgotten. I was going to wait for you to say it, but there was a delay there. A delay? Yeah. This. Someone filled it in and I got twisted. Discussion... What? Discussion... Concluded. Tiny? Well, relatively speaking, you saw the size of that hand.